Rat row. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Welcome to Hospitality 360, number 38. I'm so excited to do this episode. It's we are coming live from the Sun Devil Stadium in Tampa, Arizona. And we have been in Tampa all day today. Um, And what you see behind me will tell you why we're here. EV Hotel, uh, myself, Jeff Dreskel, Nancy Patel, we're here. We're sitting in the coach's box of the Sun Devil Stadium. And it's just amazing. Thank you for the invite to Sandy Martinez and Dr. Claire. Um, And we have them as our special guests. And, you know, we have this young, talented woman in the house today. You know, Devin, do you want to introduce yourself? (laughs) It's it's oh, I was already unmuted. Okay. I'm Devin Wood. I'm the director of creative at uh, Asmalic Enterprises. I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Devin. Um, and then, you know, we have also all our other panel members, Stephanie Malik, Calvin Stovall, Brian J. Esposito, most interesting man in the world. <laughs> and, you know, if just everybody wants to go around for a few minutes, um, and if, I'll start with you, Stephanie, if you want to just kind of introduce yourself. Sure. Stephanie Malik, S. Malik Enterprises, um, Global Business Consulting, High Impact Performance Coaching, and Crisis Management. Um, really happy to be here. Love what everybody's doing and just be um, honored to be on the board. Thank you, Stephanie. Calvin? Hey, Calvin Stovall, president with EV Hotels. I'm just excited to be here. Wonderful to have the ASU folks in the house. All right, all right, yeah. <laughs> so fired up to be here today. So excited to have everybody joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Calvin. Nancy? Thank you, Ken. Um, Nancy Patel, Global Stewardish Steward for Investor Relations. And I'm so happy to be here at ASU with uh, Claire and, of course, Sandy, with the number one innovative university, with the number one innovative hotel brand, EV Hotels. Thank you, Nancy. Sandy? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Ken, for the invitation. I'm a proud Sun Devil, a longtime staff member and past president for the ASU Chicano Latino Faculty and Staff Association and big EV fan. Thank you, Sandy. We're a big ASU fan as well. Uh, Brian? 
everybody. Brian J. Esposito, CEO and founder of Esposito Intellectual Enterprises, a holding company of over 85 entities now, and proud to be part of the EV Hotel executive team leading as chief strategic officer. And a special thank you to Sandy Martinez, who's been a dear friend and, and the conduit for making this wonderful show and opportunities happen within the state of Arizona. So thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Brian. I just kind of want to tell our audience the big ASU partnership collaboration is thanks to our chief strategy officer, Brian J. Esposito. Without him, this none of it would be possible. So thank you, Brian. Um, and obviously, the student leader at ASU, Dr. Claire. Well, hello. I'm so glad to be part of this today. I am Claire McWilliams, and I am a teacher at Arizona State University. I teach tourism development and management courses, and I also co-advise our large student community, which is called the Tourism Student Association at ASU, who, by the way, nabbed an amazing speaker tonight and two extra bonus executive speakers, and I'm so grateful to be part of all of this. Welcome to Sun Devil Country. Thank you, Dr. Claire. Appreciate you having us here as well. And none, but probably save the best for last, right? Jeff Driscoll, this is your gridiron, my friend. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So Jeff Driscoll, Chief Impact Officer with EV Hotels. And um, I'm making enough of an impact in the operation that they stuck me outside in the Arizona heat. So <laughs> happy to be here. We're so nice to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. And obviously, I want to kind of just... Thank our audience for hanging with us. We we're delayed a little bit. Um, you know, it's hard to get through this heat in the desert and kind of we had to weave ourselves into the stadium. So, but we're finally here. You know, thank you for being patient. Um, and I want to kind of just dive into, I know it's been a busy week in hospitality. Obviously, everybody's probably been traveling as we are. Um, and we're here in Arizona, as you know. But I want to take you to ASU and what ASU is doing as a university. I mean, we've been touring it all day with different aspects of ASU. Uh, this is, I believe, the seventh or eighth year in a row they have been labeled the most innovative university in the country by U.S. World News. Um, there's a very unique urban development project that is being built here called Novas. And that's what we're going to dive into here at this moment. Um, it is so unique that we're talking about, uh, I believe it's a million or 10 million acres in Sandy, and she's going to dive a little bit more into it. Um, it's just amazing. We got to see the sites today, look at what it's all about. Um, ASU's got this such innovative mindset. <coughs> is amazing to what they're doing here and there's no wonder they've been labeled the most innovative university in the country to begin with uh with their projects even with the timelines on what they're planning to do here you know the the office space that they have going on the retail space that they have going on and and i'm gonna kind of take it right to Sandy here, and if Sandy, if you can tell us a little bit more about this just amazing Novas project, and you know what, EV Hotel might be there, so who knows? <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not an expert, but I'll give you a quick summary. 
um, Tempe campus is our main campus. And the NOFIS corridor is an incredible urban environment with shopping, nightlife, entertainment, sports. But as a lifelong learner, it's a great place to be next to ASU and take advantage of all the resources, all of the events and learning opportunities. So it's, it's incredible. Um, it's going to be incredible because there's a lot of phases to it. So yeah, I'm excited that you all had a, a chance to get a glimpse of it and it's gonna be great. And yes, it sounds fantastic to me for Evie to be part of that. Yeah, and it seems like I'm not going to name any names, but the chief information officer was all about putting Evie on ASU. So I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, so Should nice I, to run into Lev today. Absolutely. Could I just could I Google the chief information officer's name to find out his name? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's Let, a great guy. We ran we ran ran with him somewhere here, and uh, it was off of a golf cart. So. <laughs> You know, but I mean, I just want to add into so currently there's a Hyatt house that was part of this build um, and that was done in 2020. There's another project that's coming in that's part of a hotel build that has not been obviously contracted or done. And then there's a couple of other things that are really playing a part. I don't know, Sandy, if I can speak about the coyotes. Am I allowed to speak about that or? Yeah. Okay. So the Phoenix Coyotes are actually coming here as well in two years. And that is where they are actually going to be building a stadium here. And then they're going to be moving from Glendale to uh, the Tampa area. So this whole project, this whole acreage that we're talking about was going to be a golf course. Then I believe the Dean um stated that we need to utilize it more and now this is where the utilization is coming into and this is it goes back to what i mean as why this university is so innovative it's for the students it's for the city of tampi it's just a whole different animal than any other university that i've actually ran into so i'll kind of start with stephanie first and stephanie what are your thoughts what goes through your head when you see a project like this so living in Arizona for um, almost eight years. That's and, why I went to you first. <laughs> um, cool. and, I'm sorry. I said very cool. Yeah. So so just knowing Tempe really well and knowing the lay of the land. Um, one of my best friends who's actually still lives there in Paradise Valley, um, knowing how much the city needs this and how great it's going to be from a landscape and all-encompassing aspect of entertainment, um, jobs for the city. Um, like she said, a cont continuous learning environment, constant curious students are, are all over uh, ASU. I've had the privilege of speaking there before, and the staff is just so incredibly um, um, hospitable and, and caring. To see a development like this and see how well thought out it is, um, I just, I can't wait to learn more. And then again, knowing the location, I'm just kind of picturing it all in my head and it's going to be really exciting. So I, I, amazing job guys. Thank you, Stephanie. Devin, you want to add anything into it? I love to I hear I mean, I think insights. she pretty much covered it. I mean, I think that the, the technology is going to be incredible for that campus. Um, I, you know, was able to tour that campus a few times and I think adding the EV technology and, um, it is just going to be wonderful. Devin, did you? 
There we go. I, I had to add that in. Look, maybe Devin doesn't know what that. <laughs> She's like Devin's obviously a loyal fan. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I, I love you, Devin. You're the best. You're the best. But uh, no, I mean, look, the technology plays a huge part into this. Obviously, ASU's technology, even speaking about the Thunderbird technologies that they have with the relationships and what the dean's been able to do over there with the dean with ASU. I, I think both of these come together and the great conversations and the influential people we met today, even, and we're not done yet. Um, we're going to be doing more meetings in a bit. And I think it all comes together really well. So thank you, ladies. Calvin. Oh, I just, I, I think it's great. Uh, it's a phenomenal project. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I hate not being there with you guys. I really do. I would have loved to have seen it. Um, but you know, I got, I had two, two boys to take care of for this week, but, but, but here's the deal. I, looking at that, I just thought it was phenomenal. And, um, you know, I think it's going to shine a light on Tempe. You don't hear a lot about Tempe. Um, you know, you hear about Phoenix all the time and, you know, certain areas, the, the big areas around there, but never Tempe. And I think this is going to definitely shine a light on it. And um, I just think it's innovative. You, the, the title that this university has makes, it makes sense to me seeing something like this. And um, I would love to see an EV there as well. I think it would be a perfect partnership. So I hope it does happen in the future. I think it would be phenomenal. Wait and see. That's all I can say. Hey, man. I believe. <laughs> I believe, you know? Yep. It's like the first Space Jam movie. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nancy? Well, I had the honor and pleasure to tour the Novus Corridor. Uh, on 330 acres, uh, 10 million square feet, uh, 10 million square feet, the, and on top, um, it's going to create over 34,000 jobs. And uh, within a half a mile radius, it's going to have 84,000 residents. And I feel like Tempede was a in a different world of its own. The ambiance that's going to be created, um, you know, from entertainment, uh, you know, to to hotels, restaurants. I mean, it's going to give the students and the, the students' parents that come and visit, and just Tempe's going to be on the map for tourism to come in. And I feel like that what we've learned from what ASU has, you know, taught us today. I feel like we have a great partnership, and EV Hotel has to be here because of the innovation, and, and the partnership will work well for the students. Uh, because they'll be learning at the same time. And I think it's going to be a great collaboration. Thank you, Nancy. Brian, my friend. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Uh, so, <laughs> I, I mean, that's it's, you can't say anything bad about it. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, and, and, Ken, we've had so many discussions with universities on securing jobs for the students you know if, if you know this type of model should hopefully be replicated across universities that have access to land to be able to do that smart use of um you know whether it's donations or endowments if, if you can create a safe path for the student while you're teaching them the the studies that they want to be in and the careers they want to be in and then whether it's in-state or out-of-state students they, they're spending two three four five six seven years at the university uh, it, it seems silly to uproot them and send them back home if they can be pushed into 
a job right then and there just because they're they're building opportunities for these students or alumni uh, or even faculty can move over and, and hold roles. It, 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 it's an amazing model that, that looks like can hopefully be replicated. Um, and you only really see this type of development from big real estate development uh, companies where you see it in the Middle East with the royal families building cities. So this is this is absolutely great to see and, and I hope it's a huge success. Yeah, absolutely, Brian. I think this is one of the best conversations I've had today morning, early afternoon with some people that are in charge of that development. There's two different parties. And, you know, Sandy, thank you for setting it all up. And obviously, Dr. Claire was there, too. And, you know, the excitement kind of makes me feel really good about our team at EV, what we're doing for the industry and what we're doing for the students and the experience for the students. And what we're going to create is more than just a hotel. We're going to create an opportunity that is going to be life standing for these students. You know, it's just not a hotel that we're thinking about putting in here. It's more than a hotel. It's a classroom. So, Dr. Claire? I have so much to say about this because I'm really excited about it. You can see from the teacher perspective how much value for students and for learners there could be in this. But I think I just want to go to uh, President Crow's New American University model and this idea that teaching doesn't have to be within a brick-walled building uh, or in a research lab. And I love the idea that this corridor could be simultaneously the, the learning, the lab, the innovation, the outcome, and the community all in, in one place. And so that really excites me to be part of that type of innovation. And then further, I just wanted to say, I'm a resident of Tempe myself, and I'm excited to see what the residential components are going to hold. There are um, many, uh, housing, there's multifamily, and I don't know if you're aware of Mirabella, which opened up not too long ago, and that's our life plan uh, tower. Um, and so it's completely created a community of lifelong learners who are on our campus engaged with students. So there's so much community building and place making that can take that can take place in this. It's really exciting. Thank you, Dr. Claire. Uh, Jeff. Yeah, Brian mentioned, um, you know, retaining the talent that comes through Arizona State. And I mean, I think they said 135,000 students, um, but 60 percent of the students stay in the Phoenix uh, metropolitan area. And they're not just staying here because the palm trees. That is a great amenity. But it's it's ever, it's the whole experience. It's from, uh, you know, the teachers. It's from the total infrastructure. It's from the amenities that are being built up around it. And, uh, you know, Arizona State has a lot to do with that. Um, and the, the total commitment to, uh, you know, making it better for the next generation is on full display here walking around uh, this morning and early afternoon. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, you've been, you were a witness and obviously Nancy was a witness to, you know, the excitement today. So, you know, I'm just glad you guys were able to come on the trip. I know Stephanie, Brian and Calvin couldn't make it. I wish... They're definitely going to be here on the next trip. And then we got Devin's going to kind of be our tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> so, but 
you know, I think the excitement is alive. I think this is what EV is about and how do we revolutionize the industry, right? We're, not, we're more than putting up a hotel, putting up a structure, putting up a hotel that has a structure with education. There's an educational model that is behind this. And that is about making sure how do we further escalate the industry with innovations? How do we make sure there's employee retention? How do we make sure our students and our hoteliers for the future are willing to stay here? So that's one of the things I do focus on. And what I tend to do even with EV moving forward, we have different concepts that play into what we call a tech lab, innovation lab, and things of this nature that kind of falls inside of EV. And that is really for the students. So thank you, obviously, that was great insight. So I wanna go into our opening question that I wasn't able to ask because I jumped right into the show. I got so excited about this, so. <laughs> but our opening question is, what is one thing you love about Tempe? And, you know, I'll start with Jeff, then I'll kind of go back around. Yeah, so I was gonna say the Tempe Marketplace, you know, we drove by it last night. It's a beautiful um, marketplace, everything you want, but I'm gonna change my answer to the cleanliness. Everything here is is very perfectly well-kept and uh, it's very obvious that people here are proud of uh, Tempe. Awesome, thank you, Jeff. Dr. Claire, you live here. So you can tell us. Here. So what do I love? I love the fact that I live in the kind of sleepy southern part of Tempe with rambling suburbs. I have six miles of urban horse trail behind my house that my daughter can roll out of bed and ride on. And then if I feel like getting great food and being around youth and energy, then you come to Tempe campus and what you need is here. Sunny days. I'm not complaining. Awesome. Thank you. Brian? I'm a food guy. There's great, great, great restaurants. Um, so that's my answer anywhere I go, honestly. Food. <laughs> Food. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with you that with that one, too. Uh, Sandy? Oh, my gosh. I mean, the diversity, the engagement. Of course, for me, when I think of Tempe, I think of ASU. You know, I spent many years here working, studying. So for me, it's just the vibe. It's amazing. It's uh, surrounded by so much history, so many good people, and it's just the heart of ASU. So, Awesome. Yeah, it's like this, right? <laughs> Nancy? Well, I have a couple of things. First of all, ASU, of course. I mean, I've never visited a university that is so innovative and um, just amazing people to be around with. Um, Sandy, of course, and Dr. Claire, and all the people we've met have been just so hospitable. And um, how uh, the college is, what well, the university is coming up to where the new millennial are challenging for us right now to keep them excited in a workplace that has culture. And I think with EV and ASU coming in, I think that's one thing that I loved. Second thing I really love because I'm a business entrepreneur and is the novice. Uh, that whole idea of live, learn and play, you know, I think that aspect is phenomenal. And just the ambiance everywhere we walk here, the nature. Uh, I haven't visited the botanical 
garden that's here, but I heard it's amazing. And, you know, the desert's full of 50,000 different plants that just bloom. And I think that's one of the natural beauties that Tempe has. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Calvin? I've never, I've never, you know, unfortunately haven't been to Tempe, but you know what? I got a reason to come now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm so excited to be <laughs> a part of a partnership with, with such a wonderful university. And um, so I just know um, based on just even looking at that website um, and everything, it's, it's, I'm just excited to be involved with in partnership with them, with ASU. So I will be in Tempe. I can't wait to get there. Thank you, Calvin. Young ladies. So for me, it's a little bit different. Um, I, I go with what Brian said. The food always will. I mean, and I think I think I'm not sure if it was actually Tempe, but right around there, very close, just got the restaurant of the year, the breakfast restaurant of the year, called the Hash. Mm -hmm. um, and that was super exciting because I know the owner, and that was that was phenomenal. I think watching it over the years grow from being the, the party school and parents kind of cringing if their kids got in because it was just a giant party to watching it really grow up. And the growth is in such a great area. The innovation, as as Claire and Sandy both said, the diversity, um, the, the education for the staff. Uh, I would say for me, the professors and the overall supporting staff, the EQ of their professors, of their teachers, um, how they're so warm and they're comfortable with their students. That is so incredible. The food, the restaurants, the bars, those are all really cool, but it's awesome for me to see when you go to Tempe, you go for fun, you go to party. You, it wasn't always this clean. It was kind of a little bit wild. It's almost like the city like really grew up and, and took so much pride in class in, in where they are now, and that's awesome to see. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And obviously, um, before I go, Devin, you want to add anything in? No, I was just going to, she took my answer. So I was like, <laughs> you know, I, she took everything I was going to say. So, um, so market marketplace uh, is, is really awesome. And I knew, I know that it's um, gotten substantially better over the last um, few years. Um, but really, honestly, just the diversity, the diversity of, um, you know, every single different kind of food, every, every race, every, um, you know, there's, there's so many things to do. I was a horseback rider, so I could go riding and then I could go have amazing food. Um, so I just really, I really love the area for that reason. Awesome. Thank you, Devin. So, and for me, look, it's a place for live, learn, play. And I feel that this is one of those to mixed use development areas that everybody can enjoy families, singles, couples, you know, everybody's going to be able to enjoy this urban development that they've got going on here. And, you know, I, we were at a coffee shop. I had the best chai latte ever this morning. You know, I could not tell you, I mean, that chai latte, I thought I wanted to get it twice. That's how good it was. You know, and it was just amazing. I mean, the bagel was good, the egg and cheese. You know, so I'm right with you, Brian. Food, yes, all in, you know. So I might be taking weekly trips to Tampi if that food is and the chai latte is that good. So, you know, but um, everything about Tampi is great. I mean, look, it's an up-and-coming city. It was probably already here. This is my first visit ever. So I want to just kind of thank everybody 
in the city of Tampa for all the great hospitality, especially Sun Devil Stadium. And Sandy and all the ASU faculty and executives that we got a chance to meet, you know. So thank you, guys. I want to dive into the last piece of the show because we're running short on time today, too. Um, so this piece actually comes from my school in Dubai. Um, they actually were owners of the academy I was at. And then, you know, the Saudi, uh, Saudi government bought into the academy in 08, 09. But the Jermariah Group is one of the most luxurious hotel management, hotel companies in the world. And now they're they're making this ultra luxury resort in Dubai. As you can see, this thing's a monster. This I I people are like surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm more of like I knew what they're capable of doing and what they are about. As you can see, they're known for their exceptional luxury, unparalleled hospitality, right? The global luxury hospitality company and a member of the Dubai holding. So that's the Dubai government. And, you know, this is nested at the tip of the peninsula beach. If you guys don't know, the property joins a wave-shaped uh, Jomari Beach Hotel and sailboat inspired, the Burj. And, you know, this is going to be a tremendous project. I mean, I can't wait. I've already been invited for the opening in 23. And, man, that is going to be one trip I want to definitely make. And who else am I going to bring the entire EV team? Yeah. To, right. you know, and Sandy Martinez and Dr. Claire. So, you know, this is an event that, I mean, it's just going to – what they're doing with that project and what they have inside of that project – some of the items I can't disclose, but some of the items I think you know from the article. I'll go to Stephanie and Devin first. What'd you guys think? Devin thought that she was offended because you didn't include her. <laughs> I was like, rude. I wasn't even invited. <laughs> Devin, you're always invited. Come on. Do I need to say your name? You're always invited. So so I, I just go back, Ken, a few a few shows ago when we were talking about the unparalleled service. I mean, that is true luxury in every aspect. I think that they are, I can't remember, I haven't looked at this in a long time, but I think they're one of, I think only six or seven, six star hotels. Um, they, and they have the only seven, seven star, star and eight star. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So, so I mean, it, that's just, that's just unparalleled. So I would just like to go and watch. I just want to see how they're doing it. I want to watch the interaction. I want to watch the collaborations that they've done. Um, I just love watching that type of service and, and learning from it and growing from it to see if, you know, how we can replicate um, those aspects of, of service for people that really want that, especially around crypto and the crypto floor and those type of things. I just think it's, it's unbelievable. They call me their brainchild. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, and wow. I mean, when you see this hotel brand behind you, it's a lot about what the Germari group is and the education that they provided me. I mean, without that, I couldn't thank them enough for obviously giving me that sort of education. So teaching me what the word hospitality even means, you know? So it's just, it's an amazing, amazing group of people there. Um, very influential. I mean, it's always sticks to my heart to, they've always been there for me no matter what. So Devin, did you want to add something in? 
I'm getting really irritated because she t- keeps taking all of my answers. <laughs> so service is everything. I mean, you you know that. And so really going in and seeing all of the the things that they do and replicating it, I think it's so important. And I think it's so it's going to be so valuable um, to all the hotels in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when when I talk about that group as well, service is impeccable. Service is impeccable. That's why you get labeled seven and eight star. Yeah. It's the only hotels in the world that are a seven and eight star, right? Is because it's all about service. It's about the amenities, but if your service doesn't add up to the amenities, you don't get to that rating. So Calvin. Wow, man. I, I, when I was reading that article, man, it, it just took me there. I was just like, wow, such a great experience to have. Um, can I, I, you know, when I was reading it though, it was what was phenomenal to me. Cause I'm always thinking about it from the employee side of things. Um, because I, I really feel for them to, be able to deliver that 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 level of service they have got to be really taking care of their their employees um i I just feel like you know like we always talk about this all the time culture is everything and for them to be able to um, deliver that level of service they have got to be delivering exceptional service to the employees that work there on a day-to-day basis where they oh they definitely do like they They belong where they feel like they're valued where they feel Mm -hmm. like you know they can contribute to the organization's success so um, almost like Stephanie, you know, she wants to watch the service. I'm, I'm curious to see what they do to inspire their team members to make them want to get up every single day and do that on a day to day basis. That, I that, can tell you what, what hey, talk to me. I, I, I think that's one because that that's just they would take, then everybody would take my idea. <laughs> <laughs> we would, you could tell me later then. But, but, yeah. I thought that was, but man, it's, I just think it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. experience, man. Yeah, and, and that's what some of those things are added into this brand, you know, and you you learn from the best. They are the best, you know, and that's nothing. I don't want to take that away from anybody else, but, you know, that's just my lesson that I've learned in life. So, Nancy? So I'm going to echo off of uh, Stephanie and Calvin. Um, and being in the hospitality industry, I think it's all about customer service and the guest experience knowing from operation side. Um, I think in Dubai, I've never been there, but I've heard so much because India's parallel to the experience of the guest. I feel like they set the example for the world when it comes to world-class service. But however, again, Calvin, to your point about you're curious to see what they do for the employees. I think it comes first on how they treat their employees to give that customer service experience. So it starts from, you know, the employees treating them right, having the right culture that will deliver that guest experience. And I think um, this group of a hotel development group that's there, their ergonomic design to the way they've laid out the hotel, just the first impression is also the last impression. So as soon as they walk in from the guest experience to the hotel design, I think is amazing. I mean, reading up on what all they were doing with different types of room types, including uh, home type studios. It's amazing and all the detailed work that they're gonna be designing into that hotel. I mean, that's what the guest experience is. Mm-hmm. You know, even- Thank I you, know Nancy. 
And you know, I know, just let me just quickly, because I know we probably yeah. get to the article when they, when with the one about the, um, the young lady that was the concierge or something at, at that mm -hmm. pro one of those properties there in From Dubai. France. Oh, yeah. 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 Man, that, the whole thing, her conversation was just so different. She used the word emotional intelligence in the, you yeah. know, and about delivering service. And, and, it, and, it, and a lot of it does have to do with being able to read the customer and being able to anticipate the customer's needs. Um, and, you know, so that whole, that whole article kind of really sets the, the, the precedent of why they're so exceptional at delivering great service. It's all about yeah. too, Calvin. That's how you have to connect with the guest, right? Each mm -hmm. guest is different. So your connection is going to approach is going to be different. And that's where the emotional intelligence comes in. Mm -hmm. And, and Kim, yeah. you know, one of the other things that we yeah. talked about on a couple shows ago was this, that people that wanted to jump in and actually learn service, like service was a, a actual career, no matter what it was, it was service. I looked into it a little bit after when, when Calvin and I got on that, that very enlightening tangent about diversity and culture and what did it mean and right. all those different things. They have right. camps in Saudi Arabia. They have camps in, um, in Dubai that start out at 14 years old. And there's a two yeah. and a half year wait list for these kids that want to learn EQ, self-awareness, how to connect. How do you wow. shake people's hands from different countries? What do you talk about? What wow. don't you talk about? Write down, write down to numbers. So like somebody would receive a key and realize that somebody maybe from the Asian community mm -hmm. didn't like a certain number that wasn't their, like a number numerology luck or something like that. And that they would say, would you please excuse me for one second? And they would go out and switch the room out based on that at 18 years old. Where do we learn that? Where, where yeah, I, I know. I know exactly what you mean. That's, I mean, that's all there's, there's things that I can't even tell people that I've learned because they would think I'm crazy. You know what I mean? But it's service. That's what service is, you know, is to get down to the detailed information you know, and understand your guest, right? Understand what they want, what they're about. And that's what I compare service to, but, you know, and I want to just kind of make it clear, we are going to dive into that piece for the Burj um, next week. It's just, we're not going to do it this week because we're running short on time, but I definitely want to dive into it because that's somebody I do know. I don't know her that well, but I knew, know her enough. So I want to dive into what she's really talking about in that whole article piece. It takes a lot to work at the Burj. Let me tell you that. I want our audience to understand that. It's not being a front desk agent or anything of that sort. This is time, dedication, effort, and you're putting all on the table. So we want to dive into that next week and tell our audience what it really means to work at an eight-star property. You know, the only eight-star in the world. So, Sandy? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, when are we taking our ASU tourism students? Because to see what it takes to run, uh, you know, something of that nature is just incredible and such a, an amazing learning experience. But the elements and the architecture um, is just so nice. The 180-degree views by the beach, I mean, it's, it's incredible. But for me, the most important thing, like everyone has already said, is the culture, you know, what it takes, like the training, you know, how, how staff are treated and to execute such a, a great, great uh, environment for, for guests. Thank you, Sandy. Well said. Uh, Brian? 
can I be the jerk <laughs> of this podcast? You don't want to go? Oh. No, no, I want to go. Um, I'm all, don't stop now. He's no, like, I, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, EV, all our talks about EV and all the work that we're doing is kind of jaded me when I read about a property being built because it's another property being built. You know, I didn't see anything in there that touches on the stuff that we touch on. And Ken, maybe you know some of the other aspects that were, that wasn't published, but I don't see like a crypto component. I don't see an NFT component. I don't see anything high tech components. Of course, it's going to be one of the most beautiful properties. There's beautiful properties all over the world. And then they, they compete and cannibalize with each other. So I was reading and I got a little bored. I'm like, this is another <laughs> this is another beautiful building that I'll have yeah, to yeah. add to my list to walk around another beautiful building. Um, so that's that's that was my reality reading it. And I, I'll go see it. But I, I wasn't excited. And I wasn't excited because yeah. of the because of EV. So thanks for ruining it, ruining it. For me. <laughs> 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 That's the this truth. Is, Anytime I see a problem here, here's another property. They build it and they shape, no, you're, it, like, you're, they shape it like something different. All right, whatever. You're, you're but, so right, but Brian. Jeff, but too. you know, when, when two companies can come together in a way, and that's only a hint I'm going to give people, <laughs> is when two companies can come together a little bit in a particular area of the world, then, you know, we'll get a nice product, right? Yeah. So... <laughs> Can I just like to add, uh, I guess Jeff would agree, uh, according for Brian. Brian, we have uh, beauty and the brains with innovation and technology. So that's what sets us apart from the world's eight-star hotel. I think we're going to be a 10-star hotel. Oh, yeah. We're not even going to use a star. We're going to use a whole different different metric. Five planets. (laughs) Don't (laughs) wait. Don't let me in. Nancy, don't let me in with Brian. We use a diamond diamond rating system or something <laughs> well um, i i don't no disrespect to the design of the architect everything's beautiful but i again i, I just oh, no, no, you yeah. know no, i wouldn't no, that was, that's i wouldn't good talk point. i wouldn't good talk very highly <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> talk very highly if there's unless there's a value add in there uh, of course yeah. of course well um plus if i land out in the abu dhabi i disappear so love it Love everything you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of Doha. Love you guys. <laughs> so, Dr. Claire? First of all, the first word that came into my mind was field trip. <laughs> Taking 20 undergrads and getting over there to learn how to do hospitality in a way they never dreamed of before. But I also just thought about it, you know, big picture tourism. This is architectural tourism. This is hotel becomes attraction. It blurs a lot of those lines. And then um, the other pieces where it's located, the fact that the Museum of the Future is right, like what, 15 minutes, I think, from there. So the power of these things in concert um, make the area all the, the more strong, you know, the more adds more strength to the area. And then I was also looking at it from like a sustainability standpoint. And so I was looking up the company and it looks like they've tied their goals into the United Nations Sustainable uh, development goals. So that caught my attention and I liked what I saw there. Yeah. And Dubai holding is obviously a, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty big entity of what they're actually doing with that. There's obviously been a lot more that's going to be coming out, I'm sure in the future. And I'm excited to see, you know, what EV is going to do there as well. Stay tuned. <laughs> 
Uh, Jeff? Yeah. Um, the service part was the part that stood out to me. The building's great. Uh, you know, you drive, I live in Orlando, you drive a couple miles, or not a couple miles, a couple hours down south, and you see a building that looks like a, you know, a guitar, the hard rock building down there. Um, so the, the buildings are great. That's cool. But the service part was the part that stood out to me. And, uh, you know, what Stephanie touched on, uh, kids going to camp when they're 14 years old to learn about hospitality and service, you're not, you don't see that in the U.S. And that's that culture, taking pride in that industry, making that industry cool. And, you know, we just don't see that as much over here. Uh, we'll get that a little bit this afternoon with our uh, fireside chat with the students here at Arizona State. But, uh, yeah, I'm I mean, scared. it's obviously very valued in that culture. And, um, yeah. you know, hopefully we will be able to change that narrative um, over here. Yeah, Jeff, I think you, you hit it on the nail there. And that's kind of what I want to do with a hotel brand like EV, where it's more of how can we deliver these services to the entire world of what Dubai is, right? And I'm not saying Dubai is the best country in the world or it's got the best product in the world. I'm just saying we want to follow that formula of service, you know, the formula of service, how it's been operating there. It has worked and it's worked tremendously. I mean, that's why you have certain things that you have, right? And when I talk about whether it's the hand service and things like that, but, you know, that's all we have. Um, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> and I thank everybody. I know we have to cut it short. We're going to put up some of the articles, but we are going to come back to that. Two of the articles that we were going to discuss part of this show, but we can't. Uh, because we're just short on time and we got to run. So we will bring those articles back on the show next week as well. And we'll discuss further, but you will get the other two pieces on the newsletter this week. So we apologize for the inconvenience on the beginning of the show, but I want to thank our sponsors, Surf Request and Contractors Closers Connections. And they've been on us for the last 38 episodes. So we thank you. want to thank... Devin and Stephanie for being here. Such a team, such an amazing team you guys are. Uh, Calvin Stovall, <laughs> our president of EV. Nancy Patel, global head of investor relations. Sandy Martinez with ASU. Brian J. Esposito, our chief strategy officer. And one of the great people around the world. Um, Dr. Claire McWilliams. <laughs> ASU um, and Jeff Dreskel, our chief impact officer and quarterback of the Houston Texans. Thank you guys. It's been amazing. And I'll Dandy, Claire, thanks for joining. It was really yes, nice. Yes, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. You all have to do this at works. I can't I can't do it. Oh, come on, Brian. Look, I got both. I got both. EV, ASU. I got both. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you. Stay well. Bye-bye. Right. See y'all later. Bye. Bye-bye.